Welcome, everybody, to Off the Cuff, coming at you live from Lexington, Kentucky. I am Adam Banks. Thank you for listening to the show. College basketball is back in full swing, and many of you know that I love the Kentucky Wildcats and cover them from time to time on the show. The Cats are now 9-1 and and are facing the Ohio State Buckeyes on Saturday, December the 19th at 3.30 on CBS. While we wait for the action, I wanted to bring on a guy who has been covering UK sports for years, On the show, I have Ryan Lehman. He is the co-host of Kentucky Sports Radio, which is the number one listened to radio show in the state of Kentucky with over 30 affiliates. Ryan Lehman, thanks for taking the time out to do this show. How are you, sir? I am doing well. We've had Christmas shopping headache taken care of today, so I'm, I'm good now, ready to go. Awesome, man. Well, Ron, I love hearing you on KSR, and I truly feel uh, like part of the success of that show has had over the last couple of years is because of you. So could you take me back to how you became a part of Kentucky Sports Radio and how you became the official co-host? How did that all start for you? Well, it's kind of, really, I just happened to be at the right place at the right time. I, uh, I worked at uh, Channel 18 in Lexington as a sports anchor for 12 years, but kind of got out of the business when uh, my wife and I had kids. Just I just wanted to be a dad. You know, worked at the TV station. I just couldn't be a dad the way I wanted to with the hours. So I was really kind of out of the, the broadcasting media world. And Matt had started KSR in Louisville, and he had done it for about a year uh, before I joined him. And he had Mark Krebs did Monday and Tuesday with him. And then he had a guy named Perrin Johnson did uh, Wednesday, Thursday, and then Drew Franklin did Friday. Well, Mark Krebs was not, he was sick or something, he couldn't come in one day. So he, Matt just called me to come and called me to, to fill in. So I just filled in one day. Well, then about a week later, Mark Krebs told Matt, Matt, listen, I need, I need to quit the show. I'm taking a job and I'm moving to New Orleans. So Matt says, Ryan, can you do every Monday, Tuesday? I'm like, yeah, that's no big deal. And I'm not kidding you, it's probably a month later, Perrin Johnson said, Matt, I, I, I need to leave the show. My job's not letting me do it. So Matt asked me, can you do Monday through Thursday? I'm like, well, yeah. And then about another month later, he said, look, if you can, let's just do every day, be my permanent co-host Monday through Friday. So I think I came in and filled in one day and just never left. It's kind of how the story goes. Wow, and uh, that that's that's something else. I bet Mark Krebs, when he looks back, you know, of course he couldn't foresee the success, I'm sure, uh, that KSR has blown up to today. But when he looks back on it, I, I kind of wonder what goes through his mind. No doubt. KSR has turned you into a local celebrity, no doubt about it. Since the show has become a huge success, do people recognize you when you walk into places around town? Like, um, you, you just got finished Christmas shopping, I'm sure. Was there anybody that came up to you and said, hey, Ron Lemon? Well, you know, it, in Lexington it would happen because I, I was on uh, Channel 18. I've noticed it now just like in, in Louisville and like in the other cities. That, that's in Paducah, for crying out loud. That's that, that's why I noticed it, that it didn't happen before. Uh, but my favorite 
Adam, I'll tell you, is when, I've always said this, even when I was in TV, if I could get an old grandma lady to come up and say, you know, that she watches me on Channel 18 or she listens to KSR, I know I've done my job. If I can get old grandma lady, then I, I know we're doing something right. Absolutely, yeah, and you do have a few uh, old women who call the show. Uh, what is her name? Joanne, I believe, is 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 the woman that everybody loves that calls in. You guys went and had dinner with her. Yeah, Josephine. Josephine, Josephine up in uh, Indiana. Uh, what's that town she's from? Up by Milan, Indiana. I can't. I'm drawing a blank right now. But yeah, Josephine. There's Joanne. Uh, there's that Barbara grandma that calls and flirts with Shannon. <laughs> I I feel like if we can get that that segment. Or if we can get like the global, even the Louisville fans, that'll call and say, look, I don't like Kentucky. I'm a Louisville fan, but I listen to your show. That's when, I, that's when I know we're doing something right. It amazes me how powerful KSR has gotten. I mean, you can tweet something out and get an automatic 200 retweets within a matter of seconds. Why do you think KSR has that success behind it? Like, what are you guys doing that's so different from all these other media outlets? Well, and and Matt will admit this also. When he started KSR, he basically did it as a way that him and his friends could all kind of stay connected with UK. And he'd hope maybe someday to, you know, have a podcast that maybe 20, 50 people might listen to at some point. But they did, and Matt, Matt admits this, they did something before everybody else did, is they got on the social media bandwagon from the very beginning. But when Facebook started getting hot, boom, they were on Facebook promoting Kentucky Sports Radio, and it took off. And then they jumped on Twitter before everybody else did. They, they kind of, Drew and Matt and Tyler and Thompson both kind of knew, look, this this is going to take off. We need to get on it now. And that's why Matt's got, you know, 145,000 Twitter followers. Uh, and you're right, he can tweet something out. And he keeps so I think they capitalized on social media long before everybody else did. And, and they're funny. I mean, Matt is a funny guy on the radio. He's a good writer. Drew is maybe the best blogger around because he's so funny. Tyler brings that element of a woman's perspective, but she's also very talented and funny. And it just, it's just, I think it's just entertaining. Now, I heard through the grapevine that KSR had their annual Christmas party last night. Is that correct? Yes. Yes, they did. <laughs> yes. They did. Any funny stories or interesting stories to share with us? Well, we, we've done this. I think this is about maybe the fourth year in a row for the KSR Christmas party. It's basically Matt's people that Matt works with and Matt's friends. And there's, there's only usually about 15 or 20 of us. But, you know, Jim Lorenzen, Drew Franklin, Rukash, Orbzu, you know, all the Shannon the Dude, everybody's there. The dinner is super fun. But then those guys go out after dinner, and let's just say... I'm always the first one to leave. I'm, I'm the oldest guy in the group, and I'm the, uh, you're the oldest man in the club. I'm the first soldier to fall every year. So I, I haven't even heard some of the stories from last night, because I left early. A, a very interesting. Um, unless you're in Las Vegas, that's when you'll make an exception, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that Las Vegas show we did the morning after we <laughs> stayed out in Las Vegas. Drew and I, you know, Drew's, Drew's used to it. But I, I am not used to staying up and out until... 4.30 in the morning, local time, which is, you know, 7.30 in the morning here in Lexington. That's, I, I, it, took me, it took me a long while to recover from that one. And if you listen to that show, that, that hangover show is what we've been calling it. I don't even remember the first 30 minutes of it. I remember <laughs> when my wife called 
called in and chewed me a new one. But I don't remember the first 30 minutes of the show. I do remember your wife calling. What's funny about that, it reminded me of myself. See, I got back from Vegas about a month ago, and I was back from Vegas one day, and my girlfriend at the time, she walked into my apartment, and she broke up with me the day I got back. Oh, well, have, haven't talked to her since. My wife didn't go that far. She actually had me homemade brownies waiting on me when I walked in. So, truth be known, we know who wears the pants in our family. <laughs> Absolutely. So, Ron, I've heard that you are from Indiana. So <laughs> She's sitting right here. I'm talking all this smack, and she's sitting right here. Let me just say, I wear the pants in the family whenever she lets me. Oh, hi, Amanda. Yeah, she's 606. <laughs> you know what? You know, you're from Knott County. She's 606. She's Oh, yeah, you got to watch that. When she breaks out the 606, that's that's going to be a yeah, tough road for you. That's right. That's right. Ron, I read that you're from Indiana, so it has me curious of when in your life you became a Kentucky Wildcat fan. Well, it, it's a fair question. You know, my hometown is like an hour and a half from Bloomington, so everybody was Indiana, was, grew up an Indiana fan. And I, I, I'm not, I've never hit it. I grew up early on. I was an Indiana fan, and I went to Bob Knight basketball camp as a sixth grader as a 7th grader and as an 8th grader, and there was no doubt in my mind someday I was going to be point guard for Bob Knight and play for Indiana Hoosiers. Uh, my dad was the high school basketball coach uh, in our county when I went to high school, so I, you know, I grew up going to the gym. Everybody's an Indiana fan. I stopped being an Indiana fan when I had to work in the media. When I worked in Evansville, I worked at two TV stations in Evansville, and when you have to work with Bob Knight and cover him and work with Indiana, it quickly sours you on it. And then I come to Lexington, I got the job at Channel 18, and it's a 360. Everybody is so nice, so courteous. The fan base is great. It, it was easy for me to switch allegiance and become a Kentucky fan, there's no doubt. Let's talk about a little bit about this year's UK basketball team. I've heard some fans say they are a little nervous about the team this year for a couple reasons. One being their outside shooting. Um, another reason may be because they make silly freshman mistakes. I'm wondering, do you share any of those same concerns like other fans? A little bit. I'm, I'm a little concerned about the outside shooting because we've only got like two and a half guys that maybe can shoot. Tyler Ulis can shoot. Jamal Murray can shoot. Isaiah Briscoe can't shoot. He's a driver. He's a slasher. He, 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 you can't count on him. You know, I think he hit a three yesterday. Alex Portis can hit you one or two threes a game. Derek Willis, one or two. So really, we've only got two and like a half guys that can get the shot. And so Tyler and Jamal, if they're, they're off, which they have been as of late, it does it does make you vulnerable. I think that'll come. I think those guys are good shooters. And I, mean, I, I think it's going to come. Really? What I worry about is the physicality of the team. I have... Outside of Alex, they don't have anybody really that can bring that to the table. Because Scal, obviously, is that's his number one bugaboo right now. So, I mean, I think it's a legitimate concern that not just fans have, that I have, though, with this basketball team. And realistically, how good do you think this team can get come March? I think they're still one of the top five, six teams in the country. I really believe that. They're, they're, they've got some guys that are super talented. You know, I watched North Carolina last night get beat at Texas. North Carolina's considered, most everybody considered them the best team in the country. They didn't really do anything that, that scared me. They got a couple big guys that could maybe scare us a little bit. Michigan State, you know, I saw them when they played Louisville. I mean, this it's kind of a weird year where the elite teams, in my mind, are just not super elite, like last year. 
So, with that said, I, I, I think Kentucky can make a Final Four run. I, I would be shocked if they could win it this year, but I think I think they can make another run at a Final Four for sure. Ron, Saturday we play Ohio State. How well do you think that that team matches up with Kentucky? I said, when the season started, when Matt and I made our predictions, I predicted this might be a loss for Kentucky because I thought from what I read and understood that Ohio State was going to be pretty good this year. But now they, they've kind of come out kind of underachieved a little bit, so I, I, I'm not as worried. I was more worried about the game yesterday against Arizona State after what I'd seen from them than I am about Ohio State. Ohio State, they'll try to, they'll try to ugly it up, you know, and try to take advantage of some inside. Uh, that, that's where that, every team that plays Kentucky, they're going to look at Kentucky and say, okay, look, we have got to find a way to push Marcus Lee and Scal out of the lane. You know, be physical with them, kind of, you know, rough them up a little bit. And I think that's what Ohio State will do again. But, man, if Alex plays the way that he came out playing last night, that kind of erases all that. He's Alex is the key. I'm an Alex Pointers guy. I went to college with his mom and dad at Kentucky Wesleyan. So I've long been an Alex supporter. But we saw glimpses again yesterday why he is – we called him Alex the Great, you know, when he came here. Uh, Ron, we know you from sports. We hear you every day on the radio talking about sports. Besides sports, what is it that Ron Lehman likes to do in his own free time? Well, I, I love spoiling my wife, obviously. He asked, what do I what do I enjoy doing outside of sports? I, I love being a husband and a dad. I mean, I really do. I gave up that job at Channel 18 so I could be – a dad. My dad coached me. I told you, you know, he's my high school basketball coach. My dad coached me from the time I could walk. And I, I wanted to coach my boys. I, I loved going to their games. There was my, you know, I, I couldn't be a dad the way I went. I wanted to go to every game, every practice. We loved going on trips. We loved traveling. We're going to going to Mexico next week for Christmas. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna miss it when my boys leave because to me, it's that, that, that's the greatest. I've always felt like, I'll just get preached to you here for a second, Adam. Okay. I felt like our, our purpose in life is to be good Christians, but our legacy in life is to be good parents. And I, I, mean, I enjoy every minute of it. Words of wisdom by Ron Lemon. I love it. Ron, <laughs> thank you so much. It means a lot for you to, uh, for, to me, for you to come on this show. Um, it, it's, um, it's been an honor to talk with you, and I really want to uh, say thanks again. My, my, listen, my pleasure. Anytime. You want to call back, we'll talk again sometime, and we'll we'll figure out a way to, for you people from the 606 to calm your temper down once in a while. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Ron Lemon. Thanks, Ron. See you, Adam. And that was Ron Lemon from Kentucky Sports Radio. Just a stand-up guy. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the UK Wildcats tips off next Saturday at 3.30 to face the Ohio State Buckeyes from the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York. I am Adam Banks. You can follow me on Twitter at AdamBanks88. That is AdamBanks88. Or you could follow Ryan Lemon on Twitter at, at @RyanLemon. As always, it's been a pleasure to do the show, and special thanks to Ryan Lemon. We'll see you guys in the next 